What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hans. It's Tristan. Welcome back to the Hans and Tristan podcast. So, Tristan, you found, you found out something, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what'd you find out? Oh, my God. So, Jason Momoa's on Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, um, I didn't know. Well, number one, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Me neither, but you know, you know them folk. Uh, yes. They be so hype on social what, media. What do they call them? You know, like, every show... Or every following has a name, right? I don't know. All I, don't I know, know is everybody keeps saying winter's coming. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. For those, hit, hit us up. Let us know what Game of Thrones people call themselves. But I'm going to tell you how I found out he was on Game of Thrones, okay? Right. So he dropped this awareness PSA video mm-hmm. where he actually shaved his beard. He shaved his beard? Oh, First of all, that man's so fine. Let's talk about it. That's tough. That's tough. More importantly, he shaved his beard, though. But more importantly, he's fine. Yes, okay, but he's bringing awareness by shaving his beard. He was saying he hasn't shaved his beard since 2012. Mm -hmm. This is the first time he shaved his beard, and it's to bring awareness to recycling and the overuse of plastic. Um, I'll be honest with you, the first few times, I didn't get the message because I was distracted (laughs) by how fine he was. He even fine without a beard. You You know how hard it is to be fine without the beard? Oh, man. So so he just even upped his game for you, like... (sighs) Now, him with beard is just a whole different kind of sexy. Him without beard is like the clean cut kind of sexy. So he's still sexy on the same level. It's just different it's spectrums difference. of spe- oh, okay. sexy. Got it. But you, some people can't go without their beard. No, some people look weird without a beard. Yeah, some yeah, people need so. that beard. Listen, I feel like you're targeting me here. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, some of us can't pull it off. I mean, I look like I'm 12 without a beard. So, you know, it just happens. It happens. But that brother is fine. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so why anybody tell me he was on Game of Thrones? I mean, like I said, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I had no idea he was on it. So I listen. I'm ignorant, just like you were of the fact that he was on Game of Thrones. So you're saying, had you known Mr. Momoa was on Game never, of Thrones, never in seeing a clip of Game of Thrones have I seen him. They show the little, the little yeah, 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 midget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They show, they show all, all these little other, person. I'm sorry, the little, little person. person. Thank you. Okay, God, they show <laughs> the the other chick or whatever, right. but they. D- the, you the, know how many people would have tuned in if they knew he was there? So you're saying they're marketing this whole Game of Thrones wrong. Garbage. Had they, had they just put him on the cover, you would have tuned in since I mean, they could have the other folks. Episode. Just make us aware that he's there so I could come and, you know, spectate. Well, now you know. So now you got to go back and get into Game of Thrones. I don't even know if I want to do that because, you know, I feel like I've been bamboozled. Oh, man. But, but... You could also look at it from, hey, there's a whole collection. See, no, that's how you like to watch. You you want the collection completed so you could just go straight to Binge, yes. See, I don't mind waiting. I'm patient, you know. Oh, Namaste. are you? Are you? Yes, okay. I'm patient. I don't mind waiting. Oh, I do. I, I don't like to wait. I'm okay Period. with that. I'm okay Period. with that. Period. Especially when somebody <laughs> as fine as him. Oh, okay. Well, that's not why I'm tuning in. Whatever. But speaking of beards, they got the new study out. You heard about the study? It's not new. It's been out for a while. I heard about it. I'm sorry. I. It's new to me. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have a beard, so it's new to me. Foolish study. Go ahead. So apparently, the study is stating that dogs are cleaner than men's beards. Listen. 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 I don't like the clickbait title of that study, okay? I don't like the clickbait title because that inherently applies that that we dirty. It's your face. That's what I don't understand. I read it. It's your face. Who doesn't wash their face? Like, a beard is not just a random appendage that, you know, you may forget, like, the middle of your back, like, it's in the middle of your back or something. No, I got a back scrubber. It's, It's your face. Look, let me tell you something. I'm just just regurgitating what they stated. They said that 30 or 33 percent of the dogs were clean, whereas 100 percent of the men, their beards were dirty. They got a they got a dirty sample of guys right right after work or after they ate or something. You got to catch them fresh in the morning, straight from the gym, yeah, or something like that. You got to catch them straight. From when they wake up, you know what I'm saying? Then test the beard. Because then you know. Because if it's dirty straight when you wake up, that means you didn't wash your face the <laughs> night before. 
<laughs> or this morning. So that's what they should have done. That study is hogwash, is foolishness. My beard stays clean and smells scrumptious. Scrumptious? Yes, it smells delectable, uh. has sweet aromas emanating from it all right well i'm a beard lover and so, i'm very you cautious know. about when i eat i always look to see if i'm good because you don't Yo, want to walk worst. around with a piece you of got food. mashed potatoes in your right beard. <laughs> <laughs> you got crumbs in your beard <laughs> so, not cute that's not a good look at all that's not, not a good look at all at so all. i'm always cautious about that but i appreciate you throwing shade i'm just saying you know i like Jason Momoa had a beard. Like, you know I like beards. There we go. Like, come on now. Like, I'm just saying, like, some people, like, like, let's be real. Everybody don't have the best hygiene. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because at the end of the day, um, <laughs> some people just jump in and jump out when it comes to showers and or stuff Or they just like want splash water. No, when you splash out water, add some soap. Right, yeah. Water just doesn't clean. Like, the act of scrubbing is actually what <laughs> does it. Right, but, with you know, the soap. Yeah, that's another show, another day. Yeah, we're going to talk about hygiene another time. But yeah, I thought that was very interesting. You know, and I'm, I have dogs. I'm a dog lover. People always like, oh, you like dogs. Okay, sir, but you got, you got a whole beard. That's my comeback now. Oh my God. Don't talk about my dogs because you got a whole beard. You got a whole dirty beard. beard. That's what it yes, is. No, yes. No, I'm fighting against that stereotype. I don't know. Well, you got to do another study then. No. We will. When, when when are you going to do another I'm gonna study? Get, I'm going to gather my friends with beards, and we're going to do a study, and we're going to refute the one that you read. Where y'all going to get these dogs from? Don't worry about it. Y'all going to go to the dog shelter? Right, because dogs are dirty. They ain't collect the strays. They ain't do all that. Dogs are dirty. Strays don't collect. Well, we can collect stray men, too. How That's about that? That's fine. Swab their beards and shit. <laughs> Whatever. See what's coming out. I'm done with the beard slander. We will not continue any more beard slander on this show. That's what won't happen. Well, now that Jason Momoa doesn't have a beard, we can beard slander all day long. Whatever. So now you're in the clean-shaven men. <laughs> well, you know I mean? I'm an equal opportunity. I'm done with you. Dater. Moving forward, what's our topic today? Um, we posted on social media encouraging you guys to, you know, give us some feedback and some topics. And um, we got one for today. So yes. what are we talking about today? Trisha? This is from my girl, Jewel. She went to undergrad with me. Shout and, out to Jewel. Um, yes, shout out. She on Facebook? She is on Facebook. What's her Facebook name? Jewel. Just Jewel? <laughs> I don't know if she want everybody be looking at her up. Okay, she already yeah. got enough people sliding in her DMs. Hey, my bad, Jewel. You I know, Jewel. Jewel, I got you, boo, because th- these dudes be out here. And you bad, know Jewel. it's warming up. Everybody trying to slip and slide in the DMs. Hey, I mean, it's spring. It's summer. It's sundress season. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. And she's gorgeous. Hey. So, yeah, nah. See, I got your back, boo. Fellas going to be looking up Jewel, so you, you don't mess up. Go I ahead. know. Why are they going to be trying to go to my like friend list? Bad, Jewel. <laughs> go Damn ahead. it. All right, so Jules says, pretty much, why is it so difficult to find a decent male to date when you are a woman about your business? And this is not necessarily pertaining to her. She made that very clear. But just in general, because she is in the behavioral field and she deal with a lot of professional women. And this is a common thread. And I have to agree with her. This is a common thread in my personal and professional life. So for those of you who can't see me, Oh God! I'm rolling my eyes. Please, 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 and over and over again. I wish I had my like my homegirls on speed dial. Right, because y'all try to gang up on me, but yeah, right. it's just me and you, equal right here. All right, so thank you, Jewel, for that topic, mm-hmm. um, fellas. Holla at Jewel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, in all seriousness, I think that it's difficult dating for anybody once you get past a certain age Mm -hmm. um and i mean i don't know jules age but i'm assuming she's not in college and she's not in even though she looks young right right i'm assuming she's of adulthood and you know you said she's a um in the behavioral health field and she's doing her thing so i'm assuming she's in her 30s right um and we've kind of we've touched on this before Mm -hmm. in um previous uh shows that we've done i think it's honestly difficult dating once you get past a certain age, because your priorities have shifted right. in life in general. Right. Now, what I will say, though, is just given my experience, though, I feel like it is hard. Like, period is hard for women in general. Huh. Like, just in general. And that's regardless of age. Like, I think it's just hard for women in general because um, just how dating is set up. It is. It's not pro Productive. It, it, it to me it feels like it's like uh, the Bachelor. 
Mm-hmm. Like that show is how it is realistically for dating. Like no, that's that's how the culture, the dating culture is set up. You're right. I didn't think about that. That's right. A good, that's it's, a good it's, it's just so it's like it's consistent competition to the point where it's like how can you date and consistently be competing? And even if you don't know the other women, like you see his habits and how he moves, that you're not the only one, mm-hmm. right? So with that mind frame, how can you realistically enjoy the dating process? No, no, I agree. I agree, especially if that's how the culture is set up. But there is also kind of like another subculture, too, um, of, you know, women kind of being uh, put on a pedestal and, you know, chased. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, you know, carrying yourself with, you know, certain morals and standard. But I feel like that subculture is always under attack from the other messages that we get of oh you ain't got a mess or something's wrong oh yeah you get, you get what i'm saying so it's like well, you if know how you... many times i've heard that like i got a <laughs> how many degrees i got mm-hmm. business right like successful but homeowner but but you ain't got a man though right right no i really do think because the reason i have issue with the question is just this phrasing mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying because it, it for me anyway and this just be my personal way of um viewing that question it comes off as if if you're a woman and you're doing something with your life mm-hmm. then that necess- that like automatically you know is unattractive for men and i don't think that's always the case you right. get what i'm saying but i do hear a lot of women say that though right that men get intimidated if you know they have their own business, you know, and are right. doing well, that they feel like men don't really approach them as much. I don't think. Compared and the funny to, thing is, I don't even think that is the case because it's not about the the men who are approaching; it's the caliber of men. Mm-hmm. And I think as a woman, it becomes difficult. And I think what she was trying to say is something I've experienced a lot. Right? Uh-huh. When you're about your business, dudes are gonna come up to you because let's be real; like dudes always want the creme de la creme. So they feel like, oh, you the best, you the banging, whatever, regardless if it's you handling your business, parenting, your body, mindset, whatever, they're going to want to approach you, whether they're intimidated or not, because Uh they really don't understand the the full length of what you're producing until they actually get to know you. Yeah, yeah. But that getting to know you causes complications when you are a, again, you're a woman about your business, is certain things you're not going to put a lot of energy into, like domestic stuff, Mm -hmm. like if I have a, if I'm in school, get my PhD. I have a full time job. I have my business. I'm a parent. Like, I'm not gonna run around here big pass for you. Right. No. No. And I think that harkens back to what I said earlier. When you're reaching a certain age, your priorities shift. You get right. what I mean? So there's certain things that you just don't worry about or don't care to uphold and continue in your life. So we're in our thirties, like. We're not worried about which club is popping this weekend. Right. You get what I'm saying? We're not worried about who's on the scene. You get what I'm saying? Well, you shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, yeah, or what fly outfit. We're, like, we're about our business. We're trying right. to figure out, okay, how can I grow this or how can I learn that? You get what I'm saying? Right. So whereas in your 20s, that's when, you know, especially if you want to talk about hormones, you're in it. Right. You're looking for a mate. You know, you're out here, nose wide open. Like, right. You're really trying to get into that. So... I think, honestly, it becomes more difficult when you're in your 30s and you're about your business because your priorities have shifted. You no longer have enough time to invest fully into finding a mate. Finding a mate, like, it comes down or wrong because you see that at the end of the day, finding a mate is not going to pay my bills. Right. Right? Finding a mate is not going to put food on the table, especially if you have a kid. Mm-hmm. That totally changes it, right? right? And I think, I think again, the issue isn't because dudes are gonna come. Yeah, man, we always out come. here. We're always right, out they're here. gonna come, but it becomes an issue when you're in a situation where, like I said, you're a woman about your business, but then you get with someone who is not still encouraging you to be about your business. Mm-hmm. So now they become a liability because the the responsibilities of whatever it is that they're trying to put on you in that relationship dynamic now it overshadows your business right and that now you're in a position where you have to choose so if i choose my business then i'm just the, one of these women who oh, I act like I don't need a man. But if I choose my man, then I let go of my dream. Yeah, and the thing is, the reason it seems more difficult is because it requires, like you said, a higher caliber of man. Yeah. A man to understand the balance of life and that we don't live in such a world where we can just have tunnel vision and focus on one thing. Right. You know, to really have a handle on this thing called life, you'll find that you have to be able to balance. It's really right. a juggling act, what you're doing. Exactly. So that, when you're in that point in your life, in your 30s, when you're coming, you know, becoming more established and things of that sort, 
you have to be a more mature person and adult to understand that. Right. And I hate to say it, that takes more time. It you does. can't you can't just glean that from a first date. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it doesn't happen. It takes more time and it takes a little longer. And I hate to say it, sometimes you strike out. And you and you get frustrated. You're like, dang, this guy just wanted to get in my pants. Or he's just trying to, you know, sponge off of me. Or right. you get you get what I'm saying? So right. it's the thing is it it requires a higher order of of thinking and, and and being. Think about it this way. I believe that being in a relationship with a single person, right? Mm-hmm. Versus being in a relationship with someone who has a child mm-hmm. requires a more mature person, right. right? And from my experience, and Tristan, Tristan, you can attest to this, some, a lot of women say it's harder to date when you have a kid. It is. It, it is. You know, and I think, again, a lot of people date with that um, spontaneity. Like, hey, what you doing tonight? You know, and I ain't doing shit, but you know, my daughter, because your ass ain't tell me a week ago that you wanted to go out tonight. Here's so, the planner. But again, but when you have a child, like you can't be like, and imagine how many people do that and how many children feel neglected. Oh, baby, mommy going out tonight. Mommy, I thought we was chilling. Oh, no, no. Mommy going out on a date. I see you. Like, so right. now I got to drop my child last minute because here you come calling. Nah, not Tristan. No, I get it. No I get way it. I'm just messing with you. But yeah, like when you date with some someone who has a kid, they have their life is on a schedule because their right. kids are but on the a But the thing schedule. is what I've learned is a lot of men who have kids, they still function that same way in the dating world. Like they still like, oh, what you doing tonight? And I'm but like that's different though, because unfortunately, moms are the ones that get the kids. Even in the court of law. Right. You know what I'm saying? The law is skewed to where more often than not, you know, the kids go with mom. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So the ki- the men are kind of, they're more free as far as time right, is but, but you, you you presume as a woman that someone who has a child, whether that child would resides with them, right, would right. understand that you can't drop everything for them. Right. But even with the whole dating concept, I feel like it's a lot of good dudes out there. Like, it's a lot of good dudes out there. But at the end of the day, they have to change their mentality to deal with a certain caliber of women. Right? Mm-hmm. So for me... I can't deal with a man who is like top down, meaning he's the head, I'm under him, and then the kid's under me. I can't deal with a man like that. Right. Because, again, if I'm about my business, I'm not going to, like, I can't flick that on and off. The same stuff that helps me get to my business, that, you know, my mentality, my my uh, assertiveness, my confidence, everything. I can't, as soon as I step through the threshold of a house, now all of a sudden I can turn that off. So I need a man who is more partnership. Right, you you guys have to have an alignment in terms of your values. Right, but so, everyone doesn't. No, but but feel that way. right, and but what I'm saying is that takes a higher level of dating. Right, but th- but this is the issue I'm saying is like you get with men who have these successful women, but they still want to have that top down approach. Right, and they think that she's going to conform to that. And granted, some women do conform to it. But at the end of the day, it's like you got this woman because of what she is, and now you want her to not be that in the home. Right. No, I, I get that. And I guess for me, those, those are two different things because the way I'm thinking of it is, so there's this woman out there, she's doing her thing and everything, you know, successful, what have you. And then she meets this guy, they go out on a date, you know, it starts to go and, you know, turns into a relationship or whatever. I'm thinking of basically in that earlier stage where you're kind of, you know, you know how it is when you're dating somebody, you're kind of like assessing for the future. You know, like you start to see their little habits. I, I told you, I throw a lot of shit out on the yeah, first Yeah, you day. are. You don't waste no time. Look, but, I ain't doing this. I don't want that. Right, this but you're starting to assess. And I'm thinking, at least for me, in the earlier stage, I'm assessing whether you're the type to do a partnership or if it's like a dictatorship. Like, right. I have a set way of doing things because at the end of the day, both of you have a set way of doing things. Of course, and you got to merge that together. And right, so when you're merging those two kind of worlds together, you know, you have to be transparent about your mindset in merging those two together. You know, so we f- we feel like, or we believe like the partnership mindset kind of works. It's not even a mindset, it's your intentions. Because at the end of the day, like I tell you, I, I put everything out there. Yo, I don't want no more kids. You know, I don't, like I put it all out there. Boom, 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 boom. But you're not trying to have another? Hell. <laughs> But I'm just like, and I could say that all day long, but you know how many times I get in relationships and dudes be wanting kids? And I'm like, yo, I told you when we first started, I didn't want any more kids. I told you when we first started, like I wanted to be about my business. I told you all this, but now you're trying to make me into a Susie homemaker. That's not me. What if? Ain't no what if. (laughs) 
What if they're like, all right, bet. I know you want no more kids, right? Naturally, what if we adopt? No. Guess who got to <laughs> take care of the kids? So you're not trying to take care of no more kids? Yo, let me tell you something. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, when you're very upfront and honest about, like, this is what I want, people feel like they could change your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm sitting here telling you, like, yeah, I can cook, but guess what? I ain't cooking for you every day. Right, no, and you said something that actually rung a bell for me. You know, you said when people are upfront with what they want and, you know, people are trying to change their mind. I also do believe that when you're older, you're more um, solidified in your character and what you want. And you're less flexible about certain things compared to when you were 20. You right. know what I'm saying? Because 20, you want to compromise. Oh, yeah, cool. What? I ain't compromising. You know? But, right, but Little. you're older now, so right. you got less time. You got less time. So it's like, oh, wait, you don't want... This this doesn't add up, nah. or you know this 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 doesn't add right. up. You're like, all right, well, bye. You and know what I'm saying? You know me, I been, oh, it's, you know what? Thanks, nice to meet you. We're, yeah, like we're, we can still be cool, but at the end of the day, I know that me and you have no future together. We can still be cool. We can still kick it. Me and you have no future together, right. and I think that's the biggest issue as far as when you are successful, like. You know what you want, and people still try to turn you into something that you're not. People always wanted to revert you back to the homemaker, revert you back to the parent. And I'm like, yo, I did my time as parent. You did your time? I, yo, I did my bed. I'm it's good. Yo, I did my bed. <laughs> And I'm getting early for good behavior. Right, like, right. You out on parole and they, right, and they trying to push you live. back in, man. Yo, imagine me starting over right, yo. Just the thought it of this one just stroke out. Over. It would be extending your family. I'm about starting over my time. <laughs> my time. Uh, I'm, I'm, listen, I have no kids, so I can play around with it. So, but, but people always it. think that, and that's insulting because it's like, oh, you're only saying that because you're a single mom. No, I'm saying that because I'm a mom. Period. No, and I feel like you're saying that because you've been through it and you know what you want to do again and what you don't want to do again. But people always presume that, oh, no, you're saying this. Oh, they could change. Like I said, a lot of dudes feel like they could change their mind. I'm like, yo, I don't care how good of a dude you are. Yeah, you're great. Thanks. Appreciate you. But that don't mean I want to procreate with you. (laughs) That don't mean I want to cook for you every day. I don't want to do those things. And at the end of the day, if that's what you want, don't try to force me into that role. Go find someone who fits that role already. Got you. Got you. No, I'm with it. I'm with it. And honestly, you know, it it takes time to figure that out. And um, I don't want to say we're less patient because that's not really what it is. I, I believe what it really is, is we're more sure of ourselves. Right. You know, we're more sure of who we are and where we want to go. And we start to actually build a a um, a kind of like foundation of our life, and we don't want to disrupt that because we've put so much work into that. Yeah. And when you're in your thirties, and you know, especially if you're a young woman who has to overcome so much more obstacles than men do, you're not here for the games at all. You're very deliberate. And specific about what you want. And, and even sadly, it's not received as that. It's received as, oh, you got like, you don't need a man. Oh, you just another one of them independent. People use the word right. independent so negatively. negatively you right? just independent. I'm like, well, damn, I'm sorry. Right, right. No, no, not at all. Like, I, I, I'm be real. Like, we had this conversation a lot when I was in our, my master's program, you know, um, just between our friends that we hung out with. And, you know, we thought the question to, well, the women would throw out the question to the guys, could you date or marry a woman who made more than you? You know, right. and some guys are like, uh, I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Like, well, you're, <laughs> a different, you're a different but, breed of male. But here's the thing, though. I'm, I've been brought up, or at least from my experience, that marriage is a partnership. And a lot of men don't think like, like that. Like, so let's say I'm making millions. And a lot, of, a lot of women don't think like that. Right. Like, if I'm making millions, that's not me. That's our millions. We out here together. So what I look like, what am I hoarding it for? Because I'm thinking, yo, if I'm making this, we're making this. Just right. like if she's making it, we're making it. But what a I lot mean? of people don't think like that. Some people so, go into relationships and unions still having that I mentality or still having their defenses up. Like, why are you in a relationship? You got your defenses yeah, up. Like, but they also confuse these so-called gender norms or gender roles. So you get part, what I'm saying? With With relationship culture. Those two are not the same. And, like, I can't even make that any more clearer. Like, gender normatives and relationship culture are not the same. There is no one-size-fits-all. Just like, as you know, as a parent, right? 
you know there's a myriad of parenting books, right? Right. But there's not one way to parent. There's no one size fits all. You do what works for you in your household. Exactly. That's how relationships work. Right. <laughs> right. But I works. think that's what people mis- misconstrue is like they try to fit into this stereotype. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, why isn't it working? It's not working because you're trying to, again, put a circle into a square. You're trying to sit here and change people to fit this idea of what you think it is. We talked about that relationship goes. Like mm-hmm. we talked about that. But getting back to the question, for me, like uh, in general, when you're successful, let's just say people in general, it's very that's that number decreases drastically as you climb up the ladder. That's true. So the 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 ability to find someone who is compatible decreases as well. And also, there's actually been some um, research done on this. Um, I'm trying to think of it so I can cite it correctly. But basically, when what I was reading was that. When you, um, the research was talking about basically people who go after advanced degrees, right? Mm -hmm. Masters, PhDs, and Mm -hmm. you know, their marriage rate, you get what I'm saying? And, And the relationship between that and everything. And basically what the study was saying is that, you know, there are sacrifices that are made when you chose when you choose a certain route in your life. Of you course. get what I'm saying? And people who are successful are usually very ingrained in what they do. Right. So they're and not at the social event. Exactly. They sacrifice certain social. You know. You know. I know. Cause I don't go nowhere. <laughs> you don't be no. You don't I'll, be in the club. I be. You don't be twerking the city girls in the club. I twerk the city girls as I study. In as the you house. study in the house. Oh, okay. Yes. That's, a, that's what you do. That's, exactly. Okay, that's it. how I get my twerks on. Got but it. yeah, got no, it. I get like you're not out and about to meet people. Right. And you you sacrifice certain things you right. do in by way of your profession mm-hmm. you know and and that's just how it is or you delay certain life markers yep because of uh, you know pursuing a higher degree right. whether or, it be marriage children exactly yeah. you know certain things are delayed you know and also the societal backlash from that and you know the interpretation right because oftentimes it's like oh i have two younger sisters who are married already with kids right and i'm the oldest one i'm not married and i don't have kids so it's kind of like oh what are you doing what are you waiting for i'm like i'm still living life you get what i'm saying like my life you ain't got a baby mother right like it's like (laughs) it's like you're you're looked upon as a premature person you know like something gotta be wrong with you exactly because you don't have a couple kids or you know what i'm saying like like, exactly i've delayed certain things because i'm pursuing others others yeah and like you said though when you start to climb that ladder it puts you in rare air it does it does and i think that's the, the issue when it comes to compatibility and finding someone who is compatible because guess what if you in the library studying and i'm over here in the house studying we ain't there gonna meet each other <laughs> we ain't gonna cross paths so we are compatible right. we are in the same mind frame but we all getting our own exactly. so we're not gonna bump into each other until later later facts facts for all you ladies out there who are out there doing their things. And you don't have to be in 30s. This could be your late 20s too. Because I do mm-hmm. have some friends who um, have a kid. And, you know, they're out there making their money and doing their business. And they're finding it a struggle to date. You're just in rare air. Right. You know, you have decided to um, prioritize other things in your life. Mm-hmm. And you've taken a hit in your romantic life. And that's not to say you don't want to be with somebody. Because humans, we're social beings. We're not meant to be alone. You get right. what I'm saying? We're meant to interact with one another right. in some way, form, or fashion. So it's not that you're you know, behind or anything like that. You've just chosen, at this point in your life, other things are the priority. And that's fine. You get right. what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you can't have the other things. They're just a little more delayed. Right. And that's really what it is. So you're not behind. You're not doing anything wrong. You get what I'm saying? We all have our priorities, and they're shifted, and they're in different places. Right. So that's kind of really what's going on. It is. I mean, I think that's the bigger deal when it comes to uh, actual relationship. Now, dating is a whole different being. Yeah. Because when you date, when you become a woman of that caliber or a man of that caliber, you want sub. Well, I don't know how about men, but women, we want substance. We want substance too. I ain't talking about a big booty. That's not substance. That's substance. Oh, that's God. substance. I'm talking about substance. Like, and I had I had the conversation with someone. I was like, when was the last time when you were mentally stimulated? No, no, you're right. No, you do. You do want. When you're when you're older, you do want that. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was talking to um, a younger guy of mine. We uh, we met up. It was after church. We were talking and everything like that. And we were just um, talking about relationships and things of that nature. And um, I kind of had to share some gems that I I learned. Like that, you know, you can just um, put in 
Uh, so you can't just fall in love and like sprinkle right. fairy dust over each other. Right, 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 right. It doesn't just it Cupid just, don't come and like shoot you in the butt with an arrow. Nah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the issue. Like even just having that kind of conversation because I know for me, I'm like when the last time I was mentally stimulated by someone I dated. Mm, right. Can we go year years? Years because it's like if you're not willing to talk about sports or Game of Thrones or some other shit, it's like well, you can talk about Game of Thrones now, soon. I mean, but that's still not mental stimulation, that's physical stimulation. I'm thinking about Jason Mimosa, okay? But I'm just saying, like, you want to have an you know, a conversation with a man that's mentally stimulating, Mm -hmm. and I think that's a lot we're lacking. Like, yeah, you can get a little honey dip that look good, a little you know, young booski out here, a dude or whatever, but. Where's the mental stimulation? Got you. Got you. Why why y'all lacking that? What's going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not lacking that. At the end of the day, I feel like you have to understand that certain things, you have to search for compatibility. So you're not, when you're dating, because we're talking about dating, we're not talking about relationships. When you're dating, that's what you're doing. You're searching for, you know, where we're compatible. Where do we meet on certain spectrums? So you got to do that that whole digging and researching when you're dating somebody so if you're starting to see that they're all about the superficial and they're like all they can say is oh you're so pretty and you're looking so fine tonight and that's all the conversation and my thing revolves is that's cool. around yes tell me i'm pretty and i'm fine but again mentally stimulate me can you have conversations about certain things and again it ain't gotta be deep like politics or not but can you have a decent adult conversation that doesn't end with you wanting have sex right no and i'm with you but at the same time though it's up to us to hold those boundaries too you know how many first dates i've had that never had second dates because of the lack of mental i can bet like you'd be like you know how uncomfortable it is to sit there and you know i talk Mm. so why am i carrying the whole conversation i could talk to my damn self at home right right i could do that at home right i ain't gotta put these spanks and heels on (laughs) i could do that at home my bed so if i'm carrying this conversation then what's good what we got no i mean the art of conversation is something that's definitely lost lacking but i think that comes with age though some of us I, I do believe men kind of get it together with age i know when tell me when so that's the only age i start dating Listen, you're acting like you're out here 50 years old and you're still running to men like that. Yo, That's not all I'm case. saying is tell me what age of these men have actual conversations so I'll know I to only can't. date that age and older. Well, listen, I can't Because if I'm age. dating dudes my age and they still don't have the conversation and they can't converse. Well, ask them certain mature questions. I don't want to be on an interview. I'm not saying... It doesn't have to be interview style. It can be conversational. You're a therapist. You know this. It can be conversational. Ask them... Kind of questions. Open-ended questions? No, not even open-ended, <laughs> but questions that are geared towards that. Like, okay. You think I don't do that? You think we don't do that? I'm not saying you don't do that, but what I'm saying is just because you have run into a lot of trash doesn't mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Doesn't mean there's not good out there. I'm not saying you know I'm not saying that. No, but, but what, what I'm, I'm saying But is, what I'm also saying too is like I've run into too. You know how many like blind dates I've been set up and like all they want to talk about is the latest drama on TV or the latest here and I'm like, yo, I'm not here for that. You know what I'm saying? What right. are you doing? Where are you going? What are your thoughts on? Right. And my thing so, is the conversation don't even have to be so deep. But can you carry a conversation that's either informative or entertaining? Right. Conversation is key. Listen, it is. That was that was that was my game back in the day. Oh, we know you. Conversation, are. man. Listen, oh, I'm not the best. Smith. I'm not the best look, and I knew that. I knew that. I hung around with guys. They were the lookers. They're the ones who who could walk around with their shirt off and get all the girls. That was the conversation, guys. That's cool, you but know? them just ain't nothing but little you know? airhead hotties. But, and once again, like I said, you, you know, know we man. bloom differently. We Yo, bloom you know differently. how many dudes I run into? I'm just gonna drop dead gorgeous. I'm like, yes. And then they open their mouth and you be like, God damn it. Listen, that happens to guys too. But oh. you guys are, you have to be more mature. Once you get tired of chasing booty. Do y'all ever get tired of chasing booty? I would hope a guy would. If they want meaningful relationships. If they don't want a meaningful relationship, then they're never tired of chasing booty. But once you start to want a meaningful relationship, that's when you start to care about all that stuff. I'll so, so I, so the key is if they're not engaging in intellectual conversations with me or even entertaining a decent conversation, that is my telltale sign that they're not ready. That's for you, yes, because those are your standards. Okay, so I'm like, mm, next. Because you have to go according to your standards. Because just like it's for me, like if I can't talk to you about an array of subjects, right, 
and it goes smoothly, then I don't, you know. Because here's the thing. I hate talking on the phone. Everybody who knows me knows I hate talking on the phone. And Lord, please don't call before. But time. yeah, no, don't hit me in the morning. That's a no no. <laughs> but um, I love talking though. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. I just like doing it in person. It's more and more. It's more personal. It's more yeah. intimate. Um, but if I am struggling to hold a conversation with you, you get what I'm saying? That's for me. Like, okay, what are we doing here? What's your point? Because my thing is, we like, might eventually as well the just... looks are fade. Looks always fade. Eventually, the ass is droopy. There's always somebody better looking than you out there. Right. So, eventually, you got to have some substance. And I think that, for me, is an issue. One of the issues why I hate dating. (laughs) You hate dating because you're lazy. Yes. That's why you hate dating. Right. Because it's all put on me. Because it's all thrown on me. You know what you want? You want online dating in real life. Yes. Let me shuffle through. That's what you want. You want a guy... In your face, but you want his resume popped up, everything about mm-hmm. him, like a thorough walkthrough. Yeah, it's like a weed you out. Exactly. But <laughs> but, the, but could you, my thing is you got to spend so much time getting to know, I'm doing air quotes, getting to know someone right, right, because right. you can't really go off of what they tell you because people be lying. And then for you though, you're one of those people who believes in wasted time, meaning if they didn't get ooh, to where you want, ooh, it's wasted ooh. time. So you won't take me on a date. I don't get. I don't care how popping the day was. If the conversation was garbage, you wasted my time. Mm-hmm. And I could have been in the house watching Game of Thrones with Jason Mimosa. I'll never forget it. I was um, what was I say? Undergrad. I went on this date with this young lady. I'm trying to say that he was bad. I'm talking about like she was ten. I was like, yeah, your boy's in there, man. One of the most boring dates I've ever been on it was like talking to a wall yeah all she was concerned about was just like like foolishness like drama she wasn't like interested in anything else and i'm not saying that i want you to be interested in everything i'm interested in right. i like to learn too you right. get what i'm saying like teach me something exactly. like oh okay this is the field that you're in and everything like that but it was so bad I was like, I told you I've been there. Wow, like this will never happen again. Wow, like you're boring. Like Yo, you're boring again. I'm you're bad boring. though. You're bad. Like, but you're. Boring. But that's why they gotta be bad. Like because they know they boring. Like you're boring though. See, that's why I don't go to the gym because I got I ain't you know out here trying to catch me you know losing my body because I got that's why, a brain. That's yeah. Why I, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be. I, love that. I don't want to be a triple threat. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> but that's real. That's like you funny. know, like I said, you know how many times I've been on first days? Like, yo, this will never happen again. This will never happen again. I get it. I get it. That's why when you find one, you gotta keep them. You gotta keep them. <sighs> I'm trying. Look, don't don't them. get me started. All right, guys, let's go into uh, our little Q and A segment. Um, what we like to do, or we'll start doing anyway, yeah. is um, we appreciate feedback and we love to shout out our followers and our listeners so whenever we get a question um from our listeners we want to we want to answer it and we want to speak on it i like this question i'll start (laughs) you don't even know what i'm talking about (laughs) how you like this question i didn't bring it up yet um this is from my home girl instagram sundays underscore with ray how you know she want everybody know her instagram she does she does but more importantly check out her website www.com sundays with ray and that's ray r a e sundays with ray r a e dot com she does an awesome blog it's very uplifting it's inspirational she talks about some deep things um mental health just it's it's just great I'm a big fan. That's my homegirl, Jossie. Shout out to you, Jossie. But one of the questions she put out, which I think would be interesting for you, is wedding etiquette. Now, (laughs) I am not going to lie. I'm very ignorant of wedding etiquette. Mm. I never knew it was a thing for, um, like, don't wear white to a wedding. Let me just run it down. Boom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess run it down for me because you I know was... I've been I, 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 I ain't never been married, but I've been <laughs> in several weddings. Okay. okay. Got it. Got it. Um, even was the maid of honor with my homegirl Yana. Hey, girl. Okay. First of all, you got a goddamn invitation. Answer it. 
Okay, let's start there. Okay. Is, is you is or is you ain't? Is okay. you coming or not? Okay, Because wait guess what? If I buy this $75 plate and you don't show up, I'm going to have a problem. Mm. Okay? So, check on the etiquette. Right. Make sure you answer the reservation. Yes. You got an invitation. Here you go. Please respond in a timely manner. If you do not, I'm going to presume you're not coming, so do not say anything when you don't have a plate at the reception. Mm. First of all, okay? Second of all, it's a lot of people who having like no camera, no phone weddings, okay? Mm-hmm. I love that because you have to be in the moment. Because everybody, how you feel being a bride? You walking down there, everybody got the camera out, standing standing in the aisle to try to get a good angle as you're trying to walk down the aisle and everything. What's wrong, what's wrong with that? Yo, chill. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. I said I'm enjoying it. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> because guess what? You might have an angle on your phone that I ain't flattering to me. And I don't want you to post it. But at the end of the day, enjoy the moment. Just chill. Enjoy the moment. No, so they, a lot of people have no phones, no social media mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that allows the bride and groom to control the content of their wedding. No, I, I will say that though. My sister, the youngest one, she, um, during her cer- ceremony, she had a no pictures, no cell phone rules. Yeah. Just because she's like, we have photographers. We'll Thank take you. care of all exactly. that. Don't worry about that. Like the reception, you could do whatever. Yeah, you could but, turn up at the reception. Yeah, but she she did have a hard, like, no pictures. Right, because that. my thing is, this is my moment. I don't know what you're going to do with this content. You know what I'm saying? Like, And again, I want to control how it appears to the world. I want to be the first person to put it out to the world. I don't want you to be the first person to put my wedding out to the world. Gotcha. So, relax. Children. Now, I believe in no children weddings, but, you know, I believe in no children, a lot of things. At the end of the day, I think it's important because if you're inviting someone, you want them to enjoy the moment. You can't enjoy the moment if you, you know, sometimes have to maintain your child, take care of your child, your child crying, all this other stuff. So some people say, you know what, the only children who will come to my wedding are the ones in my family. You keep your children at home, find someone to watch your kids. I see nothing wrong with that. Some people get in their feelings, but guess what? It's not your day. I honestly, I, I don't know how done. I feel about it's that. A whole, it's a whole... We ain't going through the whole list. We ain't going through the whole so list. So you telling me if I had a wedding, right? Listen, all I'm and saying you, is... And you come through with your niece and nephew, even though I only invited you. That's different. My niece and nephew are different. But if it's my kid... Yo, I don't care. I only invited you. You don't got a relationship with my kid? I mean... That's, that's how I feel like it's coming off. I got a relationship with you... I ain't got a relationship with your kid. No, it's not even that's about that. It's, how it's, I feel it's, like it's, it's the fact that your off. child is not going to be able to. You don't know that. You don't know how I train my kid. You. Oh, I know. You don't your know. Your child that. don't want to be there. And them, that's not and they true. Sunday dress that's too damn that's tight with them not, damn socks. And that's socks. not true. They don't want to be there. My kid will be a Haitian kid. All I gotta do is look at them right, and they gonna shut up. Don't don't try my kid. That's the only issue I have with the whole kid because I've had that conversation before, and that's the only thing. Like I feel like. It sends a message like, yeah, I want you there, but I don't want your kid. Like, But that's on, exactly son. what the message is. But, yeah, but my cool. thing is don't take it personal. Because guess what? If you invited me someplace and you like, yo, don't bring Genesis, I'm not going to take it personal, especially if it's mostly adults there anyway. If it's mostly adults, if it's a kid's function and you tell me don't bring my child, then we got a problem. But if it's an adult function and you say, you know what, no kids, I can see that. I People got to stop being so sensitive. We're going we gonna to have to be on two different sides of the spectrum on this one because I still think it's a shock. And I get to feel however I want to feel about that shot being taken. You know what? I'm not taking away from your feelings. And it's not a shot. It's a direct statement. I don't it's want a direct kids. shot. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want your kids in. Period. What's the other, what's the other etiquette? One more. One um, more. Because we got to get to yours. One it's more. a whole bunch of etiquettes. You know, like at the end of the day. So can you really not wear white? You know what's funny? My homegirl, again, Yane, she wore, she had a black wedding dress and she had a bridesmaids wear white. Wear white. Okay. Right. But that was her decision right. now if you show up and you know the bride nine times out of ten the bride wears white and you show up in a white dress you are beyond tacky oh, that's funny but you are beyond tacky and you look better than a bride i mean like come on now like you everyone knows you do not wear white the bride most likely will be wearing white don't wear white you want to upstage the bride right like come on now Come on time. You know, th- th- don't, don't come up in a wedding thinking you can slide through and you 20 minutes late. Like I do that all the time. Then you just going to be standing outside them doors and you're going to see me on I'm the I'm fine with that. Then why, you you come, why you come? Listen, everybody knows me. I'll come to your reception real quick. We ain't about the reception, we're about the wedding. Right, I miss the wedding. I'll come to the reception real you know, quick. As long as you got a gift. Do you have my gift? You ain't, of course. But you ain't looking for me. You're so enamored in the moment. You're in... 
like cloud nine See, don't take and everything of my, like my, that. My when I come through in the reception, oh my goodness, Tristan, you're so beautiful. You think everything. I ain't gonna notice if you, you ain't, ain't gonna notice. You ain't no, you're not gonna notice. That's how you slide, man. You could be late. You just gotta know how to be late. No, being late is don't an be art late form that I have perfected. Okay. I've been late to many of weddings. Listen, and they keep inviting you. Don't invite me. They sure do. Because number one, weddings never start on time. Never. <sighs> never. Unless it's a Caucasian wedding. And sometimes they don't start on time. But weddings traditionally don't start on time. So listen, I run through late. You just got to know how to be late. You got to be late. If I, if I leave my wedding and I'm exiting my wedding with my groom and I see your ass standing in the hallway, I'm going to. Baby, wait right hallway. here. You, oh, you late? Nah. You late? I'm going to hit you at the reception. What you mean? I'm going to drop to the reception. Tristan, look at... Oh, my goodness. See, that's why I ain't have no way. <laughs> that's why I ain't have no way. That's why I'm just going to the courthouse. You got to know how to game it. Listen, being late is an art form. Y'all, I, I could teach a late class. You got to know how to... You, you got to know how to finagle. Hey, everybody going to be a late class late. Listen, you got to know how to finesse all this. All right, go to your question. Nobody's doing this with you. Oh, last one. Don't show to reception without a gift. Tacky. I've done it. My presence is a present. I don't understand. You is not yay. My presence is a present. I don't understand. You not yay. Don't do that. I've done it. Don't do that. I've done it. I mean, sometimes your pockets be hurting. Yo, and I get that, but that's a conversation you got to have prior to. So I'm not going to go to the wedding? So you don't want me to come to your wedding because my pockets are hurting? First of all, I, your pockets ain't hurting. I don't nah, even know nah. So you don't want me to come to your wedding? No, but what I'm saying is that's a conversation you have prior to. But like, look, you know what? I, I ain't got it right now. You know, I had to put the car in the shop. Whatever, so whatever. I got to give you warning, Tristan, that I ain't going to give you no gift? First of all, you have how much time to get a gift? Don't you got the wedding out. invitation. Listen, IRS, don't come out here in my financial... I'm HSBC. <laughs> I'm all up in your pockets. Don't be all up in my financial situation. But I, I did hear something about um, when I went to Jersey, I was talking to um, my aunt and she was saying that there's a thing like you got to pay for your plate and that's how you do it with a gift. Mm. I didn't know that was a thing for weddings. So because, you know, like you said, um, catering for weddings are expensive. Yeah. So the wedding, um, that's the, hustle the, the bride, the, <laughs> the bride and the groom, they expect the gift. It's like a way of paying for your plate. I didn't, I didn't know that's that. That's a hustle. I didn't know that. See, again, I'm not getting You know what I mean? Pay something pay for. But go ahead, Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done with you. Okay. So next question, um, from Monet and blended families, aka dating a single mother and how to translate the new family dynamic to the children. Now we talked about this earlier in the conversation, but we didn't talk about how to introduce it to the children, mm. which to me is kind of like, you know, I think everybody kind of get their stomach turned yeah. at that moment. Yeah. I don't care if you got kids or not, you're like, oh, introduce them to the child. Cause that's, that's like, you done leveled up. Right. Well, I guess what I'm curious about too is, um, at what point in the relationship you're doing it mm-hmm. and um to be mindful of a couple things two because the first is at what point in the relationship you're introducing that second the age of the child mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so are they yeah. able to comprehend the con- the complexities of a relationship in a blended family right you get what i mean and the third one is have you um properly establish the boundaries Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying that come with dating with a kid and with blending two families together i think those that i think that's a complex question that we may not be able to get into full detail right but we can definitely do a show a half a show on it it's so funny because i have a child Mm -hmm. but i don't want to buy introduce me to that child right no because it's it 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 comes with a lot of pressure it does and Um, a lot of like responsibility so now now we dating so I, I can remember your birthday. I get you a gift. For you to introduce me to your child. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get your child a birthday gift. No, that's funny you said that. I happened when I was dating a young lady. She had a kid and the same thing happened. It was her kid's birthday and we we're kind of dating. So like, I got to get your kid a gift. Right. So, you know, so, <laughs> like, that's not a and good And we word. ain't cheap. Nah, but, but you know, it's just like. Other things you got to think about. Though. Right. Like those are things like you really got to think about because that becomes a part of the cipher. Like mm-hmm. it becomes a part of the cipher and it's just like, okay, this done, done turn real. So now we have a Chuck E. Cheese dates. Right. Like. Right. And I think um, one thing to focus on, especially if you're talking about marriage now, Mm. is to really focus on 
it being one family, regardless of the blending. Does that right. make sense? Because if you do make those partitions, mm-hmm. what it does is then that becomes the highlights of the family, like these distinctions. But if you kind of blend it like the name, you get what I'm saying? Like we're still a unit. You get right. what I mean? That to me encourages and promotes better family functioning rather than like, oh, he's good with this side, but not this side. You get right. you get what I'm saying? Because right. You know, usually with kids, there's two sides of the family, right? Right. Right. And this also goes back to what you were saying with the male-female dynamic. Like, for me, if I go on a date, my daughter's going to know I go on a date. Uh She's going to know. She she, she might help me pluck my outfit. Like, mommy, I don't like that outfit. I don't like that dress. Put put these shoes on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But with a male, it's different. So I think... With that dynamic being understand, it's like it's also a gradual introduction mm-hmm. as well as a straight, like, you know, blunt introduction. Like, Daddy, you've been dating this chick for six months and I'm just now meeting yeah, her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it makes a difference. However, my daughter doesn't know or meet the people if I do go on a date. Hell, she don't even know their name. Right. No, no, because you, you have to be my yeah, who you introduce. Exactly. To so I'm not going to sit here and put... That kind of because kids get attached very easily. Yeah, they do. So with my daughter, like you going on a date? Yeah, I'm going on a date with a dude from the gym, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying? I'm going on a date with no, yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't want to. You don't want to create um, an attachment too soon. Exactly. So again, these are common, but my child's also in high school. Yeah, your child's older, so right? She's, so she's, she's older, yeah. and then she's gonna be calling me like, "Where you at?" Like, right, right. So it, it makes a difference, but that that small snippet of that gradual introduction, like I said, you're you're already you know not planting a seed per se, but informing them of your moves mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh, you've been dating this chick for six months to a year, and I'm just now meeting her. Yeah. So that also has a lot to do with how you blend the family. That's and people true. gotta be mindful of that. That's true. You can't just throw it all there at once. Yeah, like, oh, now you want me to go to Chuck E. Cheese with this heifer because right. you cool with her. We about to get married. Figure it out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can't. You can't throw it together like that. It's your new mommy. Right. Don't talk to her like that. Call her mommy. Right. Like, y'all just met her. I'm gonna go. Her name is mom. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it like that. No, exactly. No. But I think that makes a major difference in introducing your children to people. And, and, and then just people in general. It doesn't have to be a significant other or someone you're dating. Mm-hmm. But it should be a gradual buildup. Because, again, like your children should be informed, not necessarily to the, all the details. Because the details of my dating life is my dating life. Right. But this is my child. And they should be a part of what goes on. True, true. Thank you, guys. Those were some good questions. I know. Um, you know, we encourage you guys to continue to reach out. Let us know um, what you want to hear. And, you know, we'll either do a whole show about it or we'll answer it like we did right now. We'll shout out, we'll shout out your social media if you want us to. I know. If you don't, you know. Because I'm not shouting at my girls because I will need, uh-uh. Uh, we don't need them like, kind of problems. We're out here being predators. Relax. It, I will show you my Re- inbox. Relax. I will show you my inbox. That's not our listeners, though. Our listeners are not jumping in your inbox. You don't know what kind of people we're going to have. Listen, I have faith in our listeners. Yeah, we do faith. have. We have classic listeners. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, we appreciate it. Um, as always, follow us on iTunes, on Google Play, and on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, share, tell all your friends about the Hans and Tristan podcast. Yeah. And as always, thank you. You guys take care. Bye. Bye.